Hello and welcome. My name is Selwa Belkis Abdurrahman. Um, you are listening to my podcast, The Painful Truth of Our 16th President, aka Abraham Lincoln. aka the liberator our 16th president is very well known while he did a variety of things he's known for one thing in particular and that one thing is freeing the slaves today we're going to view why he freed the slaves and what did he really think about equal rights throughout this review ask yourself what was the reason behind it and what did he hope to gain from it so we start in civil war and this starts in t- april 12 1861 it was democrats against republicans or the south versus the north it would be a fight to liberate and free the african americans from the oppression of slavery abraham lincoln served as our president during this time he realized that this fight was going absolutely nowhere and the south and north were still divided He already threatened the South with the abolishment of slavery. The South started their independence, but was not legally independent. So Lincoln does have the right or the power to abolish slavery in the South, but he's fully aware of the consequences of freeing 4 million slaves. Quote from Abraham Lincoln from Awara, Illinois, free them, and make them politically and socially our equals, my own feelings will not admit of this. And if mine would, we well know the great mass of white people will not. A universal feeling, whether well or ill-founded, cannot be safely disregarded. We cannot then make them equal. Abraham Lincoln's speech of Alberta, Illinois. We cannot then make them our equals. Let's talk about the American ideals. So Abraham Lincoln 
again, is fully aware of the consequences of freeing the slaves. He wanted to abolish slavery because he knows, like everyone else, it's clearly inhumane and does not follow the American ideals about this country. But he still thinks that white people are superior in some ways or another. He wasn't for integrated schools and for integrated neighborhoods and for integrated marriages, and he didn't believe in an integrated country, period. This is the painful truth. This is the Black National Anthem. You could see it's clearly different, but a lot of things are different. Talking about the Black National Anthem, let's talk about the first African-Americans who were invited to the White House. So this was in August 14th. 1862, Abraham Lincoln invited five free black men from Washington to the White House to discuss the freedom of slaves in the South. These were well-educated and one of the elite African-Americans. There they did not only meet Abraham Lincoln, but James Mitchell. Lincoln appointed Mitchell commissioner of immigration this meaning he helped people leave their own country or their home country and settle of another permanently. So what Abraham Lincoln planned to do after freeing the slaves from the South was to permanently send them off to a foreign and unfamiliar country that was not their own. Abraham Lincoln was told to be the liberator, but what's so liberating about being told to move out of your own country? Abraham Lincoln then says to those African-Americans, you and we are different races. Your races suffer greatly, many of them, by living among us, but ours suffer from your presence. In a word, we both suffer on both sides. We both suffer on both sides. Could you imagine the struggle of African-Americans, a slave, a person who works sun up to sundown and is tortured and showed no mercy, a person who is separated from their families daily and fear for their lives, a person who is treated lesser than a dog compared to the slave, compared to the president. It really shows how much the white Americans cannot fathom the struggle of a black person, even in now present times. There's a serious disconnection that white Americans cannot even begin to comprehend. And 
2013, the Black Lives Matter movement was established and saying Black Lives Matter was something people would say, of course, including African-Americans. And when someone, mostly white people, would hear this, the response would be, all lives matter. And what those people who said that were doing were silencing Black lives. This is exactly what Abraham Lincoln is doing in this situation. Silencing the struggle of African-Americans. When they came to him saying, we're struggling, he said, in a way, we struggle on both sides. go over the definition of racism. So usually involving the idea that one's own race is superior and has the right to dominate others, that a particular racial group is inferior to others. This term, this term racism describes Abraham Lincoln as it does with all the presidents before and some coming. Although he wasn't as blatantly racist, he was to a certain extent. When you think you are superior than another race, you're saying you're better than that race. And that's what he shows. Now, I know in the history books, you learn he's the emancipator, the liberator, honest Abe, you learn all these things about Abraham Lincoln. But you have to understand when you have history books written by white people, it's an advantage for them. You get to cherry pick and sugarcoat your history, leaving out some other things. This is why we barely talk and cut deep into slavery in our classrooms. This is why we are taught at a young age, Christopher Columbus found America instead of massacred Native Americans. This is why we are ignorant of our presidents such as Thomas Jefferson's and Sally Hemings. And a lot of people don't even know who Sally Hemings is. So, in conclusion, America has changed, but, and it's still changing, and it has a long way to go. Well, I guess that's it. Thank you for listening to The Painful Truth of Abraham Lincoln. Hiding.